This is Talks with Corey About Divorce podcast with Corey Shapiro. To have a divorce where you don't lose your mind are very simple concepts that we repeat often. We don't repeat them often because we're dumb. We repeat them often because that's the way we learn. I talk to my clients often about a concept that I call pay now or pay later. And what I mean by that is we do the hard work now or we cut corners, we don't listen to reality, and then we pay later. If we invest in self-care, for example, where we're paying now, maybe we get up early in the morning and do some journaling to clear our mind. Maybe we read a chapter or two, either at night or in the morning, to enrich us, help us grow. Maybe we have a yoga practice where we're giving our bodies the self-care it needs to go throughout the day. Maybe we invest in nutrition and we try to eat healthy foods. Or maybe we don't sleep as much as we need. Maybe we're on our phones often or multitasking and we're not so present. Maybe we check emails all the time. So it's hard for us to give full engagement, give our full capacity. Maybe we just feel so tired and so beaten down that we have to use coffee just to reach a baseline, not even to get an energy boost, just a baseline. In divorce, especially in longer-term marriages in equitable distribution states. There's factors the court uses to divide assets. But if you're in a long-term marriage, especially if there's children, the general rule, we're only talking about general rules here. We're not going to talk about every single exception. You want every single exception. You want things that really pertain to your situation or where you live. This is not what this podcast is all about. You have to go talk to an attorney. This is just general information. But in the general rule is, if you're in a long-term marriage in an equitable distribution state, assets are divided equally. That's just the way it is. Now, you might have a certain exceptional reason why it shouldn't, and that's something that you can discuss with your attorney. But if you have one of these general rules, even though it might feel unfair, especially to the person who earned that asset, you know, I had to break my back creating all these assets, working so hard, shouldn't I keep more of them? And I sympathize with that thought, but I always tell my clients, I'm a beaten horse. And what I mean by that is I know the rules. I'm not going to spend good energy chasing bad. So I know what the rules are. Now, can you gamble? And maybe can it be unequal? Potentially. But we're playing the long game here. We're, we're conserving our assets. And if the general rule is it's equal, then nine times out of 10, we're following the general rule. But some people find it hard to accept that. So what I mean by paying now or paying later is they're going to roll the dice. They're going to be one of those 5% of cases that go to trial. They're going to pay 10 to 100 times in lawyer fees than what it should have cost. Their time budget is going to be 100 times greater, if not a 1,000 times greater than what it should have been. And I don't care how much 
money you have, we all have the same amount of time. So is this a good use of your time? Uh, there are some divorces in the headlines when you're dealing with two very wealthy people who are just battling it out. And as wiser attorneys told me, it's never really about the money. It's about other things like respect and what the money represents. So if I can give any wisdom about trying to get a divorce where you don't lose your mind is listen to these general rules. Yes, have a consultation with a trusted advisor, not an expert for hire, a trusted advisor. A trusted advisor for hire is someone who's going to tell you the truth. And there's people who's come to me and I give them good news that maybe there is a way out. But if your trusted advisor says, this is the general rule, you're in a long-term marriage, assets are divided equally. I don't care how much money you want to throw at this. You're just throwing good money after bad. So move on with your life. And you find it hard to move on with your life. I really appreciate that. I mean, you've been with this person most times since you were basically a child, you know, and I think you're basically a child through college into your twenties until you start moving into your adult years where you're making your own money and you're finding your own way. But it takes a long time in our society to be independent. And I mean independent, I mean financially and emotionally independent, to be your own person. And people generally these long-term marriages got into these relationships when they were not fully developed yet. They were very young. And it's very hard, maybe in your late 40s or early 50s or even later, to start anew. And that's scary. And I appreciate that. But here's a piece of advice. Divorce attorneys are not the people that are going to help you move on to a better life. There's other people who focus on this. And if you need therapy and you want to speak to a professional about it, and if it's really rough for you, do that. There's wonderful books about other people's journey through this terrible transition in their lives where they have lived a better life. But there were some dark times. It resonates for me when I read about people who are vulnerable and it gives me energy, energizes me that I can do it too. So it can be done. You can focus on what you want in your post-divorce life. Because if you were wronged in a long-term marriage, chances are you're going to have to heal on your own. That's the reality. So I hope you can think about this concept of either paying now. And if you pay now, it's usually less, usually much less. So I tell my clients or pay later. And it's usually at a significant premium. Still separated asks, what happens to my retirement accounts upon divorce? I have been separated for about 10 years, but I'm still married. And I'm really upset with myself for not getting divorced. What do I do? Well, first of all, I wouldn't beat yourself up. There's a lot of people in your situation, for one reason or the other, they didn't pull the trigger, they didn't get divorced, but they lived separately, did their own thing, lived their life. And there comes a time, usually people want to get remarried, but there comes a time, even in long-term physical separations, that people just want to finally have an end and move on for good. And that's where still separated is. And 
Uh, start off with The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I love that movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Let's start off with The Good. The Good is, even though in, in most states, in longer-term marriages, if there's a long separation, assets are not divided equally. They might even be divided very unequally. Because the whole point of dividing assets equally in long-term marriages fails if you've been physically separated. You didn't act as an economic partner for all those years, didn't live together. So there's some really good arguments to be made that these assets should not be distributed equally. And again, they can be distributed very unequally. So that's the good news. Not a 50-50 split, even if it is a long-term situation. The bad news is there's a lot of discretion. You know, even though it's not equal, well, what would it be? And I think that's a fact-intensive question. It also depends on the jurisdiction. But I feel confident that you are closer to very unequal. Hear me. You're closer to very unequal, all things being considered. But for your specific situation, obviously, you need to speak to an attorney and find out what is going on. And the ugly is, it really also depends on who you're negotiating with. You know, if you have people who are halfway reasonable, halfway intelligent, want to conserve the budget, then obviously, they're going to be much more understanding of this situation. On the other hand, if you're dealing with someone who, for whatever reason, doesn't want to let go, might drag this out, and might demand 50-50, even though that's probably not what's going to happen. So how do you deal with that ugly? That's what we usually deal with on this podcast and in my practice. How do you deal with the ugly? You're in this battle, this grueling battle, where you think you have the law, the law's on your side. It shouldn't be equal. It should be closer to unequal, very unequal. And the other side wants equal. But what you have to do is focus on things that are in your control. For example, are you doing some type of self-care ritual? Like in the morning, you can be reading, or when you go to sleep, if you're a night person, are you being active? Are you being social? Are you getting the rest you need? All these things are relevant the longer you are in this process. If you're in a short process in a traditional quick negotiation, you don't need to do this. But if you're in one of those more drawn out situations, I want you to think of this as a long tennis match where the winner and loser is not much different on points. You know, it could be a grueling five hour match, but if you look at the total points, it might just be very close. This couple of shots here or there that really made the difference. And that's what I focus on, is trying to give yourself that slight edge in these grueling situations if you do have an ugly situation. But chances are, and I'm giving you 95% chance, it's going to be good. It might not be exactly what you want, but it's not going to be bad. Not going to be really bad. As judges like to say, a good deal is where both people are a little unhappy. I think that's very true in a litigation. Obviously, the earlier in the process you are in, if you have more creative attorneys and everyone is trying to work together, you might even actually have a deal that creates value. That's rare. 
because the emotions are so high that people are thinking generally short term. But if you're in a situation where you have a long-term separation, maybe the emotions have subsided, maybe the other person has moved on too. So I think there's a greater shot that you're going to get closer to good, maybe some bad, but not total bad than ugly. So still separated. I have faith that things are going to work out okay for you. And I'm happy you are finally getting divorced if that's what you wanted to move on with your life. And people usually get divorced because they want to get remarried. So I wish you the best if that is your case in your new life. All right, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of this podcast here. If you have feedback for the show, please send it to feedback at gettingdivorced.org. We might not necessarily respond to every email we get, but we are reading these emails and these emails inform us of what we should bring up in this podcast. And if you have a question, you can leave a voicemail at gettingdivorced.org. Or if it's a little bit more involved, you can write a written question if you prefer. And as always, if you are going through a divorce, please don't lose your mind. Bye. Bye.